In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the Catholic Church, there is a crisis. I'm not referring to the scandal, but something that still is very tragic. We've heard a few months ago, if you haven't already, there was a poll done in the United States of how many Catholics believe in the real presence of God in the Blessed Sacrament. And the results that came back show that only 30%, only 30% of Catholics believe in the real presence of God in the Blessed Sacrament. So, of course, we look at the reversal. It means that 70% of Catholics believe that that's just an ordinary piece of bread. Not really all too ordinary when you think about it. It's small around and looks kind of weird compared to normal bread you buy in the store. But that's the crisis we're dealing with. The gospel we have for today is the beginning of chapter 6 in St. John's Gospel, which begins a journey for us over the next few Sundays. We continue in this chapter of the crescendo, building up to Christ Jesus' amazing words of talking about His very real presence in the Blessed Sacrament. He does this on purpose to prepare the audience here, the disciples, to prepare us as well. We heard of the great miracle of the multiplication of loaves, feeding 5,000 men. So if we include the women and children in that number, it's roughly 8,000 people. The size of Pleasant Hill is the number of people our Lord Jesus Christ feeds on this one occasion. Now instead of doing what I love to do, it's called typology, seeing how the Old Testament is fulfilled in the New Testament, we're going to really hit home today on a personal level with this account for us all. In this very account, we have our Lord preparing us, indeed, for that great proclamation that we're going to hear later on. And so it's us also being prepared. Prepared for what, though? Think of what the disciples are in this gospel and all the gospels. We, too, are disciples as well since the moment of our baptism and especially much more after we receive the sacrament of confirmation. It's preparing us to go on what we say more commonly nowadays, on mission. Now, when I say on mission, I'm not referring to going off to somewhere in Central America, nor to some college campus, although those are, of course, mission settings. Instead, I am referring to mission in your own life. Mission in your own work, mission at your home, mission in your family. There's been a mistaken notion and ironically, it's been since post-Vatican II, that it's purely up to the priest to increase the number of people in church, the physical church building. And while it's under easy to understand why people think that way, it's not 100% accurate. Us priests, we do our best to feed you all, particularly at Mass itself, feed you all with the very life of God in Holy Communion. But then you go out, you go out into the world and inspire people with your love for God, so much so that it's contagious, so contagious that it makes the Delta variant look like nothing by comparison, that people are like, what is it about you? Because there's something going on within you that I want as well. The seed starts to plant, and you foster it little by little by little. My friends, if we go on mission, Every single soul here, doesn't matter how young you are, doesn't matter how old you are, if every single soul went on mission 
to say, hey, you got to check out this thing, this great salvation story. You got to get into it. It's so awesome. It's important. In fact, your soul is on the line, and I want you with me on this journey. Now, most of us can answer this question quite easily. Do I have a missionary spirit? No. And so, my friends, we start preparing. We start preparing to go out on mission because it's our responsibility. It's our duty. And so today our Lord prepares the disciples, as we heard in this multiplication of loaves, and also he is preparing us. And lovingly we get to see the fruits of such labor today for us with a young lady entering the church. It takes work with God's help, with God's grace. It takes work. But knowing that it doesn't depend more so on us, but us depending on God, in which we say, God, Give me the right words. God, give me the right example in modeling of life that whoever I'm encountering, I might inspire something within them that you, rather, will plant the seed so it may grow and grow ever much more so. If every single soul in this church were to have that mindset of mission more, this church would grow more and more. So how do we begin? We begin with mission by knowing more who are we talking about. We have to have that deeper relationship with our Lord. And so focusing on St. John chapter 6 today, we need to come to Him. Right there is where our Lord is at. As that relationship deepens, our fervor to go out on mission in our regular lives will only grow. And he will only help you all along the way. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.